so, so Jordan, to more or less answer your question, it it definitely varies from the perspective of a 911 dispatcher. I can say that, you know, for depending on when we release the recording, I know that Christmas Eve in particular was depending on where you live, right? Obviously the East Coast has severe weather happening, but depending on where you live, like nights like Christmas Eve are of less stress. Whereas if it's active rain or if there's inclement weather, weather plays a big part in and we, the levels we just of- did an episode on that too. We, we, we did. And weather plays a big role when it comes to the levels of stress. So you have one avenue of stress that is the bread and butter of what you do answering the 911 calls. On top of that, you have, depending on the age or depending on the size of your communication center, you have X amount of coworkers. I know that where I work, we have, I have at least 80 to maybe like 110 coworkers, but because it's 911 and because it's this kind of clockwork thing, right? 911 doesn't take a day off. You have just these people that keep cycling in, you know, showing up for work, showing up for work and things. So someone could be showing up to work, having a bad day because they're having car trouble, because they're having financial issues, because they're having family trouble. On top of that, the nature of your work is dealing with other people's worst days and their quote unquote life or death emergencies. So it definitely varies. I would say it's a higher stress level job when it comes to it. You need to be able to jump from zero to a hundred um, at any given moment. So yeah. We- could, could you make like a case that like your job might be even more stressful than like a cop's job or like an air traffic controller's job is more stressful than an actual pilot's job? Because I know like pilots now are almost like, isn't it like, um, like auto flying or whatever they call that? Like um, autopilot, um, autopilot where like the, the pilot's just there chilling while, while the plane's flying itself. <laughs> Well, as far as for air traffic control as a pilot there and I, i've never flown an aircraft landing is it's an old quote taking off is optional landing is mandatory flight ops take off and landing is always the most stressful part of anything involving an aircraft as far as a dispatcher um it is i would say equally or very near to plus or minus emotionally taxing the ball starts in dispatch the whole first response process begins when you dial 911 and I pick up that phone. Um, the thing is, as dispatchers, we don't get closure. We are with you through the start of this horrible emergency. You know, your house is on fire. Your family member's been shot. Your, your, your dog ran out, ran out the house, got ran over by a car. Uh, your 13 or 14-year-old son or daughter didn't come home from school and you don't know where they are. And we try to remain separate and professional, but you still become attached to some of these incidents. For me, um, little kids, animals, and suicide calls are very, very hard because I have, God, the tattoo doesn't show very well, but I've got emotional connection to, there's a semicolon on my wrist. Um, I've got emotional connection for suicide calls. And so you try to remain separate from that, but you become emotionally invested. And then you hang up the phone and that's it. How did it end? What happened? Oh my God. We don't know. Yeah. We don't that's get, like what? We don't get the end of that. And it, oh. it, it is, it's incredibly stressful. 
However, and you never find out, right? That's like watching the like watching a movie and then they stop it right near the ending. You're like, what yeah. happened? Now, if you're if you're good with your officers, sometimes they'll clue you in on some of the stuff that happened. But the advantage we have is we aren't running the risk of, you know, you know, we don't have to constantly be looking over our shoulder, you know, who's walking up to my cruiser. I don't have to worry about getting shot at. Um, yeah. So that's you'll a... probably never die on on the job. So that's good. Unless yeah, right. you have a heart attack or something. I mean, right. I have been, I have been carted out of my center in an ambulance on two occasions. So, for stress or uh, once for a kidney stone and the other time basically for total collapse. Um, it, oh man, it breaks you. It it does. Um, yeah. So to 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 Carter's point, it's not the same level of stress as other professions, especially police officers. I'm not sure if uh. Uh, Micah, you were aware that actually at the time of this recording, there was a uh, what was it, a, a San Bernardino or a Riverside County Sheriff that was gunned down on a routine traffic stop that happened uh, today at the time of this recording. And I mean, yes, as a dispatcher, you have to deal with a lot of different stresses and things. Carter shared a great example of the hectic calls that we can get another element I want to add to that is the fact that it's time sensitive and because there's like a nation and multi-nation wide shortage when it comes to staffing and retention and things you have to deal with that hectic call and on top of that you might get depending on your software maybe five or ten seconds in between 911 calls and then you have to jump back into work mode during that time when it comes to things like air traffic control, Carter mentioned that you're accountable for, you know, thousands of people at any given time. There's a lot of planes that are in the air. When it comes to police officers, you could be just be doing your regular job, kind of like Carter and I would normally do. But you have to take into account that there are people who are armed in their cars and things. And you could just, again, be doing a routine traffic stop. You're clearly morally doing the right thing, legally doing the right thing. And all of a sudden, you know, there was an officer today that was shot. He made it to the hospital. However, he didn't survive. Um, I, I believe if I recall correctly, the, that ended up in obviously the person who shot the cop in a vehicle pursuit, they found the guy, they ended up uh, killing the guy, but you know, all that to say that it's just different levels of stress. There's, I, I think, as dispatch to Carter's point, we deal with a lot of more emotional stressors rather than physical stressors. You know, we don't have to worry about getting gunned down or involved in car crashes or running into burning buildings. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. So we're a bit safer in that regard. But that's not to say that we don't suffer the same or similar severities of post-traumatic stress. I know that actually where I work tonight, there was a what's called a critical incident stress debriefing where it's something heavy, like an officer involved shooting where you have to take we, into account. We have like, one of those uh, Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon because we had we had an OIS system debrief. Right. Where I'm sure Carter can attest that all of the people that are involved are included in it, whether it's the 911 dispatcher, the officers that are involved in that the nearby agencies if 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 they want to tag into things like that they can all you know be in the same place together and kind of chop it up kind of talk things out explain how they were feeling in the moment 
and find some type of closure. So, I mean, thankfully for us, we do have that avenue and it's being kind of made more and more public and more available, just saying, you know, like, hey, it's it's not like we just have to sit with what we're doing and then show up to work, you know, next day. 